Now, in the last episode, we talked about the three ingredients that you need to get in the top 100 and the biggest mistakes that keep most people from having a binge-worthy top 100 podcast. And in this episode, we're diving deeper into ingredient number one, creating binge-worthy content. Or in other words, creating psychologically, subconsciously, hyper-effective content that get your listeners clicking play and listening through till the end of every single episode you publish. Welcome to Insider Secrets to a Top 100 podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Elmer. Let's make your business binge-worthy. So the first ingredient of the pod launch methodology is learning how to create subconscious demand for your content. Because before you can successfully get more listeners listening to your podcast, you got to know how to create a show worth listening to in the first place. And you do that with ingredient number one, the binge-worthy content formula. Because this is really about learning how to connect with your listener on a deeper level than most people are doing. To the point where they feel like you are in their head and you're speaking directly to them, which nurtures their trust in you as the expert. So what I'm going to do next is I'm going to show you how to attract the exact listener you want, not only the person who is highly likely to be an ideal client for you, but someone who is willing to pay what you want to charge for your help and expertise to solve their problems. Because when you have a binge-worthy content formula in place, you're going to know exactly how to create content that subconsciously attracts new listeners to your show and gets them choosing your podcast over your competition. You'll know how to keep them listening till the end of your episodes and coming back each week to binge your content. And ultimately, the goal is to get those listeners in your DMs onto your email list asking how do I work with you? Tell me what are the next steps I need to take to get into your program or to buy your course or to buy your products. Now, here's the thing. If you don't get this right, you're going to experience some of the very common problems that most podcast hosts experience and don't know how to fix. So if you have a podcast that isn't growing, you might already be experiencing some of these problems right now. Because first, what's going to happen without a binge-worthy content formula in place is that all of the potential listeners who desperately need your help are going to scroll right past your show. And the listeners that you do have won't convert to leads. And the thing that's going to frustrate you the most is that you'll see other podcast hosts who aren't nearly as good as you are getting thousands of downloads to their podcasts every day. Now, most people who reach a plateau with their podcast or who want more listener growth but haven't been able to accomplish that try to fix these problems by tweaking the length of their episodes. They make them longer, they make them shorter, or they tweak the episode structure. Or they try to give clearer calls to action because obviously if the people aren't taking action, well, maybe the call to action isn't clear enough. Or they try to make their episode content more valuable. Why? Because these are all things we've been told to do by some marketer or industry standard along the way at some point or another. Have one call to action. Have clear calls to action. Tell people exactly what you want them to do. Give your best content away for free. Tailor your content to your audience. Give them what they want. 
In fact, most people think that if they just have great content, people will naturally listen to their show. But I'm here to tell you right now, having a binge-worthy podcast has nothing to do with the content inside your episodes and everything to do with how you sell the content inside your episodes. Because you could have the best baked goods in the world, but if you were to open your bakery and nobody knows you exist, you have no way to grow. So if you don't know how to give listeners a reason to listen to your show over other shows like yours, you're going to lose. You're going to lose them to your competition, even if you have the greatest content on the planet. So how do you communicate to your listener what's in it for them to listen? Well, you do that through something that I call your five content gatekeepers. Now, these are the elements of your podcast that your listener encounters on their listener journey before they ever get to your episode content. And if you're not communicating to your listener why your show is relevant to them at each and every point in their listener experience, it's going to be very difficult for you to attract new listeners to your show, much less keep and convert them. And this is exactly what Catherine was worried about when she came to us for help. She was an expert in her field. She was the go-to person in her field. She helped her clients get so many incredible results and she was ready to reach a wider audience with her message. And so we taught her step-by-step step how to get noticed by her audience. And when she implemented the three-part framework that I'm giving you inside these episodes, she outranked Jenna Kutcher and Amy Porterfield and landed number one in the marketing category. Her mind was blown. And of course, we were so excited for her. And this is proof of what's possible when you get this piece dialed in and know how to create subconscious demand for your content. But before we get to that, there's something that you've got to understand about the podcasting space. A lot of people think it's saturated. And it's true, there's over 3 million podcasts, but only 60,000 of those are what we in the industry call actively established, which means that they've been around for at least a year or more, and they've consistently released one episode or more every week. And now we're approaching an all-time high of listeners worldwide. There's almost 500 million listeners around the globe actively looking for podcasts to listen to. So as a business owner, there is massive opportunity for you here. Think about it. If only 60,000 of the podcasts that exist are active, yet there's 500 million listeners, there's huge demand and short supply. But here's the thing. If you're not communicating to your listener why your show is relevant to them at each and every point within their listener experience, it's going to be really tough for you to attract the lion's shares of those listeners to your show much less keep and convert them. Because on the flip side, if there are 3 million podcasts, but only 60,000 of those are active, then this means that over 2.9 million people have stopped podcasting. But not because their content was bad, or because people didn't like the sound of their voice, or because it was too saturated, or that there were too many podcasts on their topic. It was because most of them thought that if they could just have good enough content and get it out there and publish the episode and then throw the video up on YouTube and repurpose the audio clips to Instagram, 
that their podcast would grow and their business would be flooded with new leads every day. And this is how most people go about creating podcasts. And this is why they flop. Just because you build it doesn't mean that they will come. So how do you make sure that your show stands out from the rest and gets noticed by your ideal listeners and attracts them to your brand over your competitors and keeps them listening and ultimately converts them to clients? Well, you do this through the five content gatekeepers. And this is how you communicate to your listener that you have highly valuable content inside your episodes that's well worth their time to listen to. So what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to give you one way to make sure that you can get listeners clicking on your podcast over your competition, no matter what kind of podcast you have. Now, again, there are five content gatekeepers and 12 total elements that make up the binge-worthy content formula. And inside of our program, we teach you exactly how to do this because it's all rooted in psychology. And most people don't have that background. And even if they do, they don't know how to apply it to a podcast. So this way, when you go to publish your podcast and you publish every new episode, there's no second guessing your content. You have less stress and less worry because you know that the content you put out there is going to work. You know that your podcast is going to be successful at not only attracting new listeners, but keeping and converting them too. So what I want to do in this episode is give you my favorite one of these gatekeepers because it's something you can apply immediately. Because whether it's an existing listener deciding if they want to listen to your latest episode, if a listener can't get past any one of these gates, they're never going to give your awesome content a chance. The tricky part of all of this is that your listeners are not logically looking at your episodes going, hmm, is this worth my time? Is this something I want to listen to? I don't know. Like they're not thinking about it consciously. It all happens subconsciously. So you've got to learn how to communicate with them on a subconscious level. And this is the key to differentiation. So let's take a look at the first gatekeeper, which is my personal favorite because it often flies under the radar. And it's your cover art. It's the very first thing your listener sees. Think about it. If you're looking for a new podcast to listen to, Chances are you're going to open up your app on your phone. You're going to pick the category of interest to you. Or if you're searching for a specific topic, you might type it in the search bar. Then what? Once you click into that category or hit enter on that search term, a list of podcasts is going to pop up. And the very first thing that you see, whether you realize it or not, is the cover art. You notice it subconsciously. You don't sit there and go, oh, who has the most beautiful cover art for me to pick? But your eye is naturally drawn to some artwork over others. And what we want to do here is we want to make sure that your cover art draws your listener's eye to your show. Now, some of the big mistakes that I see with cover art all the time is using a Canva template, which makes you look like everybody else. Or hiring someone on Fiverr who knows nothing about the psychology behind creating effective podcast cover art. A lot of times we see art that's really cluttered. It's got too many colors or words going on. There might be script 
the text might be really small, so it's hard to read. Because think about it, you're only looking at this little bitty thumbnail on your phone, and your listener shouldn't have to squint <laughs> to see what your podcast says. And the biggest mistake that I see is not even giving any consideration for how your cover art looks against the other competitors in your category. So we're going to do a little experiment right now. And if you have your phone out, what you can do is you can go type in Amy Porterfield or look up online marketing made easy. Now, Amy usually hovers somewhere within the top 10 of her category, which is marketing. And if you were to take a screenshot of the top 10 shows in that category and then look at them together on your screen, you would see all 10 of these little thumbnails. And if you were to squint your eyes and look at those images, there's a few things that you would notice. The first thing you might notice is that most of the colors of the top 10 shows in that category have really warm tones. We see a lot of yellow. We see a lot of orange. There's a lot of red, pink. There's a little bit of blue and some deeper colors. So like your deeper blues, your deeper blacks. But the majority of the shows, the cover art is really warm and it's really bright. But if you look at Amy, what's fascinating is that her show does the complete opposite. Her background is light. The color she's wearing is blue, but it's a light, cool blue. Her text is easy to read. The only warm color that we see is a little yellow box behind her name. And if you are looking at all of these thumbnails on your phone screen or your computer screen, what does her cover art do? It immediately draws your eye away from all the other cover art that you're looking at. Why? Because hers is different. So naturally, your eye is going to be drawn towards it. Now, again, this all has to do with the science of human behavior, psychology. How are we communicating to our listener to pay attention to your show? It starts with your cover art. And if you're blending in because you look like everyone else, then it's going to be really difficult to draw their eye. So hopefully by now you're beginning to notice how these little bitty elements can make a massive difference. And it can be the difference between drawing someone's eye to your show versus your competition. And this is the first step to beginning to create subconscious demand for you and for your expertise and for your content. And this is just one of the five gatekeepers. Imagine what will happen when you have all five of them dialed in. Not only will people be able to easily discover your content, you're going to be able to create insane subconscious demand for everything you teach because you'll have their attention at every stage in the listener journey. But the real magic starts to happen when we begin to combine these ingredients together. So come with me to the next episode where I'm going to show you what happens when we combine your binge-worthy content framework with ingredient number two, a launch and relaunch system. And we'll talk about exactly what you need to do to land in the Apple Top 100 charts in your category. Want to work with us to get your podcast in the Top 100? 
book a free strategy call, and let's work together to map out a custom launch and growth plan for your show. Now look, this is the only place that you can get this kind of access to me and my team outside of our programs. So to check availability, go to antifragileentrepreneurship.co forward slash pod launch. That's antifragileentrepreneurship.co forward slash pod launch. As you might have heard me mention inside this episode, if you want to join me for our next live workshop where I'm going to show you how to avoid the biggest mistakes that cause most podcasts to fail within the first 12 months and literally walk you through the exact framework that we teach our students to launch their shows in the top 100 and convert more of their listeners to clients, just go to the effortlesslife.co forward slash podcast workshop. That's the effortlesslife.co forward slash podcast workshop. <laughs>